Hi, well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Leading with Ted. This is the podcast where we explore the leadership wisdom of one of the one and only Ted Lasso. And we're your hosts, it's Chris Baker and Al Rattan. And today we are diving deep into the world of trust and transparency. Hmm. We're going to uncover how Ted Lasso builds trust through open communication, honesty and transparency and how this foundation plays a pivotal role in creating a strong and united team. So grab your biscuits, folks, and let's get started. Um, to kick things off, let's talk about our first teaching point. We've got six teaching points, uh, as usual. And teaching point number one is be vulnerable and relatable. And Ted Lasso is a, a master at being vulnerable and relatable. He doesn't pretend to have all the answers and he's not afraid to admit when he's uncertain. And it's this vulnerability that makes him more relatable to his team. And it shows them that he's human, just like everyone else. When leaders are vulnerable, it opens the door for trust to flourish. Wow. Yeah, I mean, these are great points. We'll just talk about one scene, Alan, and then we'll get your your sort of take on this. And one memorable, memorable scene that illustrates this is when Ted admits that he doesn't know the rules of soccer or football, as we call it in the UK. By embracing his ignorance and seeking help, he endeavors, sorry, endears himself to the team and the audience. This vulnerability is a powerful tool for leaders looking to build trust. Yeah. So, why is it so hard? <laughs> so, it's so good, Chris, because immediately when you say this, I think back to, and, and Chris and I facilitate a, a, a program for a national company up here in Canada that we created for them. And, you know, one, one lane is sales, uh, developing their sales people, and the other lane is developing leaders. And, and in the leaders, work, uh, one of the leaders' courses, we talk about sort of the, the, um, the ability to express vulnerability with your team. And what's the first thing that comes up when you bring up being vulnerable with a group of leaders? They think it's a weakness. It's fear. Yeah. Fear. Yeah. They think it's weakness. I can't show vulnerability yeah. amongst my team, but my goodness. And this is speaking from past experience folks mm -hmm. where I've done this, I've expressed vulnerability with my team and you would not believe a the support you get yeah but be that the culture that it builds within your organization just by saying hey you know what i don't have all the answers i don't right. know how to do this. i made a mistake here i'm really sorry and when so many leaders are so fearful of showing any type of weakness and that's really it stems to an insecurity right you're if you're a leader you're in the role for a reason so yeah, yeah. and and here's yeah. another thing and your team knows that you don't know all the answers correct yeah. So if if you're giving them the the the, the story that you or the, or the the image that you do know everything, even though they know damn well that you don't. Yeah. You, you're losing respect as well as trust, right? Absolutely. And therefore, they're not going to go the extra mile to help you. But the other thing as well is it is what that's doing is that's telling them that it's okay to to basically cover up your flaws. Right. So what are they going to do if they do something wrong? They're not going to come out and admit they're going to cover it up. Right. Exactly. But you want people, you know, this this comes back to we've talked before about failure is a learning opportunity. Right. And and John's book, Fail Forward. And sometimes you win, sometimes you learn all of these things. It's about learning from mistakes. And so to learn from mistakes, you have to be vulnerable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Anyways, I could we could we could talk the whole podcast episode just about <laughs> we this topic, but we're gonna move on. Teaching point number two is uh yeah, honest and direct communication. Yeah. Now, Ted Lasso really he is a beacon of honesty and direct communication. The guy has no mm-hmm. problem just just sharing, right? And yeah. he does he doesn't sugarcoat things or hide behind corporate jargon, right? He speaks from the heart and he really tells it like it is. And guess what? That again is just being authentic. Be the be your authentic you. And I think you relate to people a lot more effectively when you're just being you. Right. Uh, unless you use a jerk, then change that and and then be a be a better you. But it's this, you know, <laughs> this straightforward approach not only fosters trust, but it also ensures that everyone's on the same, everyone's on the same page. Right. Yeah. So remember the the TED talk scene when he gathers the team and tells them that they're not playing like a team. His honesty in this statement really cuts through the denial or any potential confusion there might be. And it lays the foundation for improvement. So as leaders, as leaders, people, we we should strive to communicate openly and honestly with our teams to build trust and create clarity. Yeah. Yeah, communication is 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 huge. And when whenever you, you if you if ever you're trying to highlight areas of, of potential opportunity improvement within an organization. If, if you said, what's the top three areas? I almost guarantee that one of those three, it could be first, second or third, it doesn't matter. But one of those three will be communication. Every time, guaranteed. Right. Um, and, and it baffles me, but it is. <laughs> so so how, do you, how do you communicate? And again, the, the best way, as it says here, is openly and honestly. All right, and encourage that back from from your your team because that's that's the only way that you're all going to grow, right? And you encourage that that idea sharing. You in, I mean, the the idea here that 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 Ted was doing here. If if they're not playing like a team, you know, it means they're a group of individuals. But we know that a, a united team produces more than a group of individuals, right? We know that the sum is greater than the equal of the part or, or the equal of the parts right um it's the whole mastermind theory that napoleon hill came up with that when you bring all these minds together it creates a bigger and better mind that that produces more and you know the the sort of well-known acronym for team is together everyone achieves more so to do that you've got to be open and honest with your communication so that people know where they stand and they know that they are also able to be honest and open with their communication exactly right feedback yeah Yeah. and that builds a great company culture yeah absolutely so on to our our third teaching point and this is lead by example all right ted lasso leads by example and he expects the same from his team whether it's showing up early working hard or demonstrating unwavering positivity ted sets the bar high for himself which is inspires his team to do the same you know again we've we've often quoted um john john maxwell will will say this right that people don't do what people say they do what people see or do what they see right so in other words they're gonna they're they're always watching you right and if you're saying one thing and doing another they're Mm -hmm. gonna copy what you're doing not what you're saying so lead by example create the right behaviors and actions that are going to that are going to result give you the results and success you're looking for and then your team will emulate that 
Yeah. And one one memorable example in in the uh, the series is Ted's insistence on not drinking alcohol in front of his team. Right now, don't get me wrong; he drinks alcohol. The scenes where he's he's in the the pub with with his uh, assistant manager and they're drinking beer, right? right? But in front of his team, he doesn't do it. He understands the importance of being a role model and maintaining a professional image. Yeah. Now, leaders who lead by example build trust because they show that they're committed to the same standards that they expect from others. Mm-hmm. Right. That's huge. In other words, they're not hypocrites. Exactly. And Chris, <laughs> I, I, I'm far from perfect, but just this, just an example came to mind as we're talking about this, because um, at one time uh, at, at one of my jobs, I was, I had the rubber gloves on and I was carrying around the little, you know, basket of cleaning supplies and I was cleaning the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And this gentleman came in and it was a, he was a, he was a, um, a recurring customer. And so we all, we all knew him by name and he knew us and he's from a different country. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm cleaning the bathrooms, but, but you're the manager. And I'm like, that's why I'm cleaning the bathroom. to me i don't i'm not going to ask my team to do something that you know that i wouldn't do myself right right? it's not beneath me to sweep the floor to wash the floor to clean up a mess to pick up the garbage to clean the bathrooms and and i think that really goes to this point of you know what ted does in this in this and just leading by example right all right so let's move on to our fourth teaching point uh Active listening and empathy. So Ted Lasso, he's a great listener. He doesn't just hear his team members. He listens actively. There's a big difference between hearing and listening actively, folks. And he empathizes with their concerns. You know, he understands that everyone has their struggles and their insecurities. And he's there to really support them, come alongside them. Mm -hmm. So the episode where he helps Jamie Tart deal with father issues, Ted shows genuine empathy and compassion. He doesn't judge. He just listens and provides a safe space for Jamie to open up. So leaders who practice this active listening again and empathy, you really build trust with your team. And this creates an environment where your team not only feels valued, but also understood. Yeah, 100% agree with it. This is this is huge. And, you know, you can't underestimate the value of active listening. Mm-hmm. It's um you know, it's, it's one of the topics I, I cover in the Emerging Leaders program I, I teach at Disney. And it's something that the when we when we ask for feedback, you know, what is one thing that you've taken away? Almost everybody says the active listening part, you know, and it and to mm-hmm. me, it's like, really? I mean, because it comes naturally to me. Right. But, but it comes naturally to me because I've practiced it for years. And, exactly. and it's not a, a natural thing because most people listen to respond. They don't listen to understand. And if you, you're not sure of what I mean there, next time you're talking to someone, see if, if, if you're having a conversation, see if they're on the edge of their seat, like waiting for you to pause so they can say something, right? Yeah. Or, or when you've finished, do they say something and they refer to something at the beginning of, the convers- at the beginning of what you were saying and, and totally gloss over the end part? Mm-hmm. That's because they're not actively listening. They're listening to respond yeah. and they're not, they're not really so they're hearing but they're not listening and that is a huge huge difference exactly and something else you can do is 
see if you catch yourself starting to formulate your, your response while the other person is halfway through their sentence, just like I was doing when Chris was talking. <laughs> it's natural, right? It is the natural thing to do. Because but if we're starting to think about our response, we're not really listening correct. here. Yeah. Yeah, because we'll only pick up part of the conversation, right? And the, the mm -hmm. second part could actually be vital in, in, in giving us understanding in what we thought we heard in the first part, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, again, perception is reality. We've talked about that, and it's a, it's a common statement. Mm -hmm. But we, we, we make our minds up on things almost instantaneously, right? Mm -hmm. So sit back and listen, actively listen, and another part of active, actively listening may be asking questions to understand as well, right? Um, exactly. And if you can do that, gosh, it's going to accelerate your your leadership um, ability multiple fold. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. I agree. Um, so let's move on to our fifth teaching point, and this is transparency in decision-making. Again, sounds simple but it's huge because how many times have you have you been in a uh, in, in your your current organization or a past organization where a decision has been made and you have got no idea why it's been made it makes no sense whatsoever right I, my hands up Al's hands up yeah. hopefully all of, probably all of you listening your hands are up as well exactly and transparency is actually a cornerstone of of trust building we talk about trust a lot in and as you know and Ted Lasso exemplifies this. He, he involves his team in the decision-making process, whether it's choosing the team captain or discussing tactics. He values their input and keeps them informed. Now, a prime example of this is, is when he includes the players in selecting this, this team captain, as we talked about, giving them a sense of ownership and responsibility. You see, when leaders involve their teams in decisions and share the rationale behind those decisions, it fosters trust and a sense of belonging. And the thing I, I've experienced with this, again, when you ask for input, you will get the, the team will take responsibility and ownership because they've added an input into it. And if right. you explain the why and the rationale behind that decision, even if they don't agree with it, they'll probably get behind it because they understand why, right? Mm -hmm. There are too many times when a decision has been made and nobody's told me why, and it doesn't make sense. And I struggle to get behind it with my, you know, with, with integrity. Absolutely. So transparency in decision-making is, is again, another huge, huge point. And I'd like to just add something there. I know a lot of people may argue with, well, I'm the boss. I have to make the decisions. I'm responsible for the ultimate the performance of the organization and stuff like that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And there are going to be times where you're going to have to, you may solicit the opinion and feedback of your team and still yeah. have to go another direction. But here's a couple of things you need to do. You need to explain why. Right. Because if you don't, people are going to eventually stop coming to you with other ideas. And then you're truly, you know, an island amongst yourself. You're going to have right. to be making all of those decisions and, and think of everything on your own. So you're losing that, that what Chris talked about earlier, that mastermind really yeah. alignment that you could have with your team. And I heard Tim Elmore say this, and I love it. And I think it's great. Everybody has a voice, but just not an equal voice. Right. And I think that's a fair thing. I want to hear your feedback and opinion. Maybe you can take my idea and make it even better. Right. Maybe what you bring to the table could add to the idea and make it even better. 
But at the end of the day, I appreciate your feedback. We're going that route now. Thank you. Or I appreciate your feedback. You know, I really do keep bringing me the ideas. However, you know, this time we need to go this direction. Yeah. Because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But I think it comes back to that communication and transparency. Right. A, a great exercise to do in that instance, exactly what you just said there, Al, is, is to use um, what I call the yes and method, right? So you may come up with an idea or an input. And what what tends to happen is that somebody else, if they don't agree with it, they'll say, yeah, but it's not going to work because of this, right? Or, but I don't agree with that. It'll be the but. Replace mm -hmm. that but with an and and come up with something that you can add to that idea, right? Right. And it Love may it. even take it in a different direction, but but exactly. then that person will go, yeah, actually, yeah, that's good. And we can do this. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, we do this exercise in the emerging leaders, and it's a really, really popular exercise because they say it expands your thinking. And it, it truly does. Um, so I definitely recommend that in decision-making process. Really good, Chris. Really good. So our, our last teaching point of this podcast is consistency and integrity. So Ted is consistent in his values and principles. So I'll pause right there for a moment and say, are you, do you know, do you yeah. truly know what your values and principles are? And if you don't, you need to do a little bit of self-reflection and figure, figure right. out what they are. Now he doesn't really, he doesn't waver in the face of challenges or adversity. And that's because he knows what his values and his principles are. So he holds true to them. And that's his kind of his compass, his North star, so to speak. So this consistency and unwavering integrity builds trust over time because team members know what to expect from their leader. You know, if you if you're working for somebody and you don't know what the, you know, they're going to walk through the door in the morning and I don't know if they're going to be in a good mood <laughs> or a mood or they're going to fly off the handle. That's that's incredibly stressful for the team and does not build trust. So even when faced with difficulty like Nate's betrayal and if you haven't watched the show, you have to go watch the show. Ted remains true to his principles and forgives. Yeah. Now, leaders who maintain their integrity and stay consistent in their actions really earn the trust and the respect of their teams. Yeah. Gosh, again, these six teaching points, you know, you, we really encourage you to go back and, and review these again and, and do a um, self-reflection. You know, we talked about self-perception on on a, uh, our facebook group on monday night and if you haven't seen that teaching gosh, what was it about 40 minutes i think al in the end yeah. you can you can sort of um reach out to us and we'll give you the link to it but this is where we have it folks our, our exploration of trust and trans transparency through the lens of ted lasso so let's just quickly recap our six teaching points so number one is be vulnerable and relatable number two be honest and direct communication. Number three, lead by example. Number four, active listening and empathy. Number five, transparency and decision-making. And number six, consistency and integrity. And this really could be like a, a six-series teaching, right? It could be a six-week teaching with all of this thing. So we, we normally have a um, an activity, and we haven't done one on this, but really the what we, we suggest you do is go back on each of those six and do self-reflection on it. Exactly. Right? Where, where do you, if you were looking on a scale of one to 10 on each of those six points with one being like, I'm terrible at this and 10 being, I've got this, where would right. you be? Where would you be? Right? Yeah. On a scale of one to 10, just do that. 
um, and and see where you see where you, you are. And I would say if you're if you're under a, a under a seven or even a six on any of these or lower, you know, go to work on right. on improving in those areas. Yeah, uh, because it will help you and your team and your entire organization. So well, Ted Ted Lasso reminds us that building trust is really it's a journey. It's not a destination, and it starts with being genuine, honest, transparent in how we operate as a leader. So as we wrap up this episode, remember, embrace these lessons and lead with the heart, just like Ted. Yeah. So good. So <laughs> I'm going to listen to this again, Al. I don't know about you, but <laughs> thanks for joining us on, on Leading with Ted. And if you enjoyed this episode, you know, subscribe, rate and leave a review. Um, follow us on on uh, on Facebook, on, on LinkedIn, uh, on uh, Instagram, any of the social medias. You know, don't forget to share your favorite leadership lessons from Ted Lasso with us on social media and use the hashtag leading with Ted. So until next time, keep leading with heart and making the world a better place. One biscuit at a time. Have a great, a great day, everyone. Bye for now.